0: A good, cheap, used car. As the Christian car guy, I I get a number of emails from folks who allow me to help them with all sorts of automotive concerns, and I really, really do appreciate those. A good deal of those emails are aimed at this very question. How do I find a good, cheap, used car? My son has this situation. My granddaughter, I have a nephew. You know, they need to buy a car under $2,000. How do you do that? So we're going to go on a quest. Today We're going to go on a quest with my five basics and your phone calls on how do you buy, how do you find that good, cheap, used car. To start off, I'm going to just jump right on in there. And number one, the number one basic, when you head off on a quest like this, especially when there are about a thousand folks right this minute in your own town that are trying to do exactly the same thing, (laughs) the number one basic is prayer. It, It really is. It's specific faithful prayer and I got I got to tell you this story back when I was in the Chrysler business in Moxville one day not terribly long ago really I had a friend call me a good friend that I taught Sunday school with and he said Robbie my son is looking for and he went on to describe the most unusual vehicle (laughs) I've ever heard in my entire life but he was so specific he said He wants a two-door Cherokee. Now, just think in your own mind, how many two-door Cherokees have you ever seen in your whole life? Mail carriers, you saw some of those with right-hand drive, but not too many two-door Cherokees. And I'm talking about the square-body Cherokee. And then he wants it to be a (laughs) (laughs) five-speed. And I'm thinking, wow, where is that? And he wants it to be four-wheel drive. And it has to be red. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm listening to this, and I'm thinking, oh, my word. I mean, they probably only made... Two of those in the entire history of the Cherokee product, and there's probably on the West Coast somewhere. I can't imagine ever finding such a thing. But I said, "Well, I'll, I'll see what I can do." But is he praying about that? You know, Pete, because this is huge. He's this is going to take some real prayer. And he goes, "Oh, he's been praying about it for some time, Robbie. He really believes God has this car for him." Well, if I hadn't lived through this to see it with my own eyes, I never would. I never would have believed it. I still almost don't believe it to this day. I I think it might be easier to part the red seat and come up with this car. But that very afternoon, he called me that morning, and within five or six hours, here it came. When it rolled onto the car lot, I was actually standing in the front looking out the window, and I said, oh, my word, that's a two-door red Jeep Cherokee. It couldn't be a straight drive. You look out there, guess what? It couldn't be four-wheel drive. Oh, yes, it was. (laughs) You think we traded for it, Jerry? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We did. We traded for it, and my friend, he got that car. So, as I'm saying, the number one basic, if you're looking for something that is hard to find, guess what? God has a plan for you, but it takes what my friend's son had faithful. He believed God would supply it. He knew exactly what he wanted, and I'm sure he was very specific. He was sure specific with me. It's got to be red. red. So when did God do something like that for you? That's what I want you to call. That's your challenge call for today. I want you to call me, 866-348-7884. You don't know who you might encourage when they hear your story of how God took this. You're very specific. It doesn't have to be a car. It'd be something you wanted, you needed, your family needed, and you had to have it right now, and God showed up, 866-348-7884. I want you to call us. Believe me, you're going to encourage somebody so we can get this ball rolling on these basics that people realize this stuff is workable. Prayer is a significant way to get this job done, 866-348-7884, and here to help us out this morning. In so many different ways, we have our good friend, our very own Christian body shop guy from Ray's Body Shop and Record Service, Jerry Mathis. Welcome, Jerry.
1: Hey, good morning and a great Father's Day weekend to, to you, Robbie, and all of our listeners. And this morning I came in and we were sort of not, sh- didn't t- touch base on what we we're going to talk about. But later on, I'd like to just talk about a crisis that I see in the collision repair industry, and that's deductibles.
0: The deductible dilemma is what, it's really, really striking a lot of people in this economy. Whatever, you're going to want to hear this discussion because a lot of people are finding themselves in a bad situation because they've been getting bad counsel. It's a deductible dilemma. We're going to get into that a little later on the show. Then in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. This is Father's Day weekend. And in keeping with our topic today of buying a good, cheap, used car, One of my basics is pedigree is more important than product or (laughs) I always use these kind of things. But uh, maintenance is more important than the manufacturer, how somebody maintained it. And just like that, just because somebody is wealthy or famous or powerful or brilliant, that doesn't make them necessarily a good dad. You could buy the most expensive Rolls Royce, but if you'd never maintained it 10 years later, it'd basically be junk. So a father has to work at maintaining a good relationship with his son in spite of whatever whatever else he may have going for him. I read a fascinating commentary this week on Jesus's earthly father, Joseph, this week in a book called Sons of the Father by Gordon Dalby, The Lesson for me in this Father's Day <laughs> week was it just sort of brought a certain clarity to fathering and I get to share that coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the real black book. I'm Robbie Dillmore, the Christian car guy, 35 years in the retail automobile business, but more importantly, your brother in Christ, the Christian car guy show, hopefully, and I do actually hear about it every week is changing the way people need to look at their cars. They need to be paid for no debt. We're talking about that today. $2,000 cars. Watching people go into tremendous amount of debts for 35 years is a big reason we started this show. Cars need tender, loving care, and they need a name. Like Old Red, I heard a good one this week, the sloppy jalopy. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. You see tractors out there in the elements. Since the 40s, they're still running. Why do you think? Well, truth is, if you maintain a car, it lasts as long as you do. And cars need to be safe and driven safely. Wear your seatbelt. Don't speed if you're truly following Jesus. In other words, if he's in the car ahead of you, you don't want to be blown by him. It's estimated Americans waste 200 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. That's right. Americans waste 200 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. Again, this is a live show. And so we are looking for your prayer story today. When did you pray for something like my friend prayed very specifically for that Cherokee, and God came through for you. Please, please, you don't know how many people you can encourage with your story. God's putting it on your heart to call, so 866-348-7884. That's the number to call, 866-34-TRUTH, if you're digitally gifted and you know how to do all that. <laughs> and as always, you can find out all about this stuff at ChristianCarGuy.com. My entire article, all the details on the five basics. If you don't get to hear the rest of the show today, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com, and you can get the podcast and listen later. But also, there's tons of stuff about the Jesus' Labor Love free car repair for single moms and widows across the country. Somebody you know is in a crisis, tell them to go to ChristianCarGuy.com or JesusIsLaborLove.com. We have that website as well. There are needs out there, aren't there, Jerry? And you've got one this morning we need to talk about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sometimes when you're in this, and, and, and I can't tell you, Robbie, how excited I am to be part of that ministry that jesus labor of love i mean i know when you first uh had that vision for what it could do i mean i don't know that you knew that it would be as big as it is and how much help and how much sharing jesus through repairing somebody's car and just letting her know we care about them we have a i have a contact with a woman who is going to be filling out a form for request some help on repairing her vehicle whether a matter the, the reality of it is she has a probably a $1,200, $1,500 car that has about $2,000 worth of mechanical problems. And so as I came in this morning, I was telling Robbie, and it sort of laid on my heart that um, in the past we have had people donate vehicles to us, and we placed them in a home that, sort like a, like a pet, placed it in a home that somebody needed that vehicle, and, and, and it's been a blessing to them. And that's what I'm throwing out this morning. If somebody has a vehicle that they would like to donate, Give us a call, go on the website. We certainly have plenty of need out there.
0: We do. And and again, you may have noticed I said Ray's body shop and record service. He has a record service. And so maybe you've got some yard art laying out there in the field. <laughs> if you're in anywhere in North Carolina, we can probably go get that towed. And guess what? My good friend Bob at 109U Pullet will turn that into cash that will help us perhaps Buy an engine for another car that we have that we could possibly put in in for this lady a car. Or if you have a car that's running and you you want to donate it, we have a real need. That's what Jerry's talking about. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com. Let us know about that need. We got a couple of answered prayers. I'm very excited about this. We're going to hear when we come back from this break, plus a whole more of these five basics on how do you find a good, cheap, used car and all this Father's Day stuff. Wow, what a day to listen to the Christian Car Guy show. Stay tuned. A lot coming up.
2: Boy, I'd love to have
0: that car
2: I whispered to my dad I've always heard a Mustang flies We could fix it up and make it new again All it needs is just a little time
0: when did you work on your car with your dad? Maybe that's a good memory for a lot of you out there. It is Father's Day weekend, and it's certainly our prayer that you'll find a way, it's sometimes difficult, to honor your dad tomorrow. Um, it's, a, it's a huge time, a, a big time for us fathers, too, to figure out a way that, that, that we can get more in line with God's will as we are fathering. We're going to talk about that a little later in the show. But today, the main topic of the Christian Car Guy show is how do you buy a cheap, a good, cheap, used car? But the number one thing we mentioned was prayer, good, specific prayer. And it's amazing how God answers those prayers. We've asked you to call in at 866-348-7884. Tell us how God answered your specific prayer. we got Eddie in Winston-Salem with that very story. Eddie, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning.
2: Hello. Good morning. How are you today?
0: I am wonderful. I'm so glad you called.
2: Excellent, thank you. Um, yeah, my, my prayer is, you know, in today's economy, there was, there's so many people out of work. And I was in the same situation about 12 years ago. Um, I was looking for work for about four months, um, but I became a new Christian. And so I figured, you know, God is good. God is great. He's going to give me the job. So, one, I did have a prayer for work, for, for finding work. However, my main prayer was finding wisdom. Give me all the wisdom I need. I I need to understand who you are, who Christ is, what salvation is, uh, 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 what the resurrection means in my life. And so God provided a a job in Raleigh. So I've been commuting to Raleigh. I, I went ahead and bought myself a Honda Accord, a 2000 Honda Accord, commuted to Raleigh, but that gave me an hour and a half of drive time. Wow. Which meant that it was an hour and a half of listening to the truth. <laughs> WPRU, <laughs> not only the Winston-Salem side, but also over there in Raleigh. Wow. <laughs> so I'm hearing three shows, you know, 30 minutes each going and 30 minutes back. You're talking about three hours worth of Bible study. John MacArthur, R.C. Sproul, Erwin uh, Luther and so on. That twelve years later, and five hundred and thirty thousand miles on my Honda Accord. <laughs> oh
0: wow! Which has the name of <laughs> <laughs> which I call him Horse. All my right. <laughs> How cool is what a wonderful story! You know, yeah, but, I, I I can testify to spending a many many an hour listening to that Christian radio myself. What a difference it really does make in. Uh, at so many different turns in my life I wonder what I would have done if God hadn't given me that insight through the radio at that particular time.
2: Yeah. So then because of the wisdom I'm able to serve in my church. Then now I'm under <clears throat> I'm under Jerry. He's one of my elders at church.
1: And hold so, it, hold it. Now I <laughs> You know who this Eddie is apparently. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hello Eddie that,
2: that even that even Jerry fixed my Honda when I did get into a little accident one time, so
0: yeah. There you go. Well, God bless you, Eddie. Thank it's you so cool. much for calling in. What a blessing. And, and so yeah. many no. of so you know. Right. C- Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you for you. calling in, Eddie. <laughs> All right. There you go. What was your answer to prayer, your specific answer? Just like Eddie, who knows who you might encourage you call us, 866 348 348 7884. We got David is in Durham. He's got a vehicle question for us. David, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. I appreciate you calling so much. How can we help? Well,
3: actually, instead of a question, he misunderstood. I have an uh, answer prayer I want to share.
0: Oh, good, good, good.
3: Uh, I had a Ford LTD full size station wagon, an 85 model, and I was a paint contractor and I was painting out of that car. And we were working six days a week, 10, 12 hours a day. I was my brother's assistant pastor, you know, just really busy. And uh, so the car was about on its last leg, and we began to pray, I did. And I just told the Lord, I said, Lord, I really don't have time to go to car shopping, but wouldn't it be a blessing? I just, in my heart, I purchased that God's able to do all things, exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could even think around. And so I began to pray, and I said, Lord, if it's your will, instead of a van, you know, lifting ladders is pretty high sometimes. So working out of the station wagon was so much easier for a short fella, to, to lift the ladders. So I began to pray, I said, Lord, if it's your will would you send somebody by that either has a wagon for sale or knows of somebody that does? Well, before the week was out, was on the job paying, was fixing to go, you know, leave that his residential house, a new house. We were in there painting we can go to lunch, and this guy comes up and he says, y'all wouldn't happen to know somebody looking for a station wagon, would you? <laughs> and lo and behold, the Lord sent him by. He lived about a block down the street, had a station wagon I'd never seen. It was parked out back in a barn, and it was a, a Grand Marquis station wagon. It was an 87 model, two years newer. But anyway, the, the one I was driving, it had so much suspension and the exhaust system. It just needed so much work that I was able to purchase the newer car with less miles for about $1,500. We we drove it for about three years after that working out of it. So, I mean, God, he sent the car to me because I was so busy. I couldn't go looking for it. And I just prayed to him that he's able to do all things well.
0: David, that is exactly, I know. And But did you have that same feeling like with Jerry and I were talking about so many times when God answers prayer like that for us? <laughs> we're kind of like the people that were praying for Peter when he comes and knocks on the door like, is that your ghost or are you sure that this can't be for real? <laughs> yeah. but,
3: but, now watch this. That car was a beige color with wood grain. I know you remember seeing those. In the,
0: oh, yeah. That,
3: well, the one that I that the Lord put, replaced it with, the LTD to a Grand Marquis, it was the exact same color outside. <laughs> and it, I mean, I drove each car three years, paint them. And everybody thought it was the same car. I tried to tell them, no, it's not the same car. Yes, you drove that car forever. So anyway, the, the Lord is good all the time. And I had a second one right quick, if you have time. I have time. Uh, we, we were in a house. And just this past year, the Lord blessed, I'd been laid off for two and a half years. I heard a gentleman earlier talk about the economy. And there, again, all things are possible with the Lord. We were just faithful and paid payments. The house was eaten up with termites. We'd done a lot of work to it. And then the floors start falling out. And so we actually had to sell it. We sold it for payoff, 15000 and walked away and started over. But uh, they had told me, the real estate agent, that the bankers wouldn't talk to you unless you'd been back to work for one or two years. I had got back to work. I'd worked six months and come to find out that just so happened to be one week, I didn't know it, but we went and talked to the bankers. They pre-qualified us, said the window for that time was six months. So one week later then, we showed up, and the Lord put us from a house that was just devastated by termites to a new house in October. Uh, I get emotional, but I just thank God that he's able to do all things well, but you know, even better than all that, that he sent his darling son to die on the cross for us and go prepare a place for us that where he is, that we may be also. I'm looking forward to that day where I can go see him face
0: to face. And, you know, David, we we commend your courage. And and we're so thankful that you're testifying to what he's doing in your life, hopefully encouraging somebody else who's right now looking for that house, looking for that car. He can do those things. We do need to ask him. He wants to do those things for us. Thank you, David. God bless you. Appreciate you calling. have a blessed time. You too. We're hoping for more of those kind of calls, 866-348-7884. We want to hear your prayer story, 866-34-TRUTH. A lot more coming up. any out, the father out there listening right now is probably tearing up a little bit i sure him <laughs> absolutely lo- it's it's wonderful to remember some of those days isn't it jerry yeah
1: i know it, you're sitting there and you hear that song and stuff i think about you know my daughter i still think of her that little little baby holding in my arms 21 years old now you know off in college it? oh man seems like it was you know this is a a reality when you' you're young, before you have kids, just talks about when you, when you have kids, when you get older, just time just just moves so quickly, moves at a different pace, and that is certainly true because I, I know each and every one of us who have a child can, can think back in time I mean all of a sudden oh, they, all of a sudden you're sending them off to, to kindergarten to first grade, then to then the middle school, and then you think, oh, they will never be in high school and then they're graduated from high school and then they Pack them up and and especially I'm going to share a quick father's story, real be quick, Robbie. Go ahead. Um, and I've shared this with some 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 friends of mine who have kids that graduated from high school this year that'll be sending them off to college this fall. Talking about how hard that is, and as a, as a man, you don't want to be the one to get all choked up and and all of that stuff. Well, first year taking my daughter Taylor up to Liberty University, she had to be there real early. She's a cheerleader and. We get there and get our dorm ready. Well, the other kids haven't came back to class yet, so my wife is on a stay in the hotel for a few days till the students start getting back in class. Well, for the a month, I've been telling Taylor and Myra both, now, whatever you do, Myra, if you don't get upset, Taylor won't get upset when it's time to go, and I'm telling Taylor, now, if you don't get upset, your mama won't get upset. We're in that dorm, and uh, this is on a Sunday afternoon, and I'm getting ready to come back. Well it was kind of awkward saying goodbye and she walks over and i said well i'm going to go ahead and go i got to be at work in the morning and she walks over and a little tear starts to run down her cheek well that did it here it is i'm talking about how to how to be strong i'm sitting in that dorm room crying like a baby and cried about half the way back home and Meyer and taylor both going well you said not to get upset it wouldn't and i said well you just do what i say not what i do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh it was tough
0: well there you go and uh, so it the, This whole parenting thing, it's a picture of God, and and we're going to talk about that in our appraisal by The Real Black Book. But another thing we're talking about today is how do you buy a good, cheap, used car? And I promise to give you five basics, so we better get on with a couple of them. Of course, we still want your call on, you know, when did God answer your prayer? And we had a couple of wonderful calls on that note, 866-348-7884. The second basic is the early bird catches the deal. Now, the reason I say that is if you and... 2,000 other people are trying to find that $2,000 used car. Guess what? The person that puts it up for sale, it's not going to be there long, not the deals. They don't last because anybody looking and they see, like my son and I did, and then just telling this story a year or so ago, he was transitioning out of one car, still in college, needed a car. We don't have much money. He had $2,000 cash money to spend, and that's all he had. And we search and search and search. And then one car would show up. We'd go immediately and look at it. Another car would show up. Well, finally, here is this 2001 Pontiac Grand Am with 90,000 miles on it. Now, you see that show up on Craigslist. And you need to be the first person to call. I'm just telling you, that car will not last. So we're watching Craigslist every hour, literally. Every hour we go check it. And so here's this car. Two thousand one Grand Am, ninety thousand miles. I called the folks. They said, "Well, yeah, yeah. We, you're the first person to call." I said, "Great. When can we come see it?" And they said, "Well, we can't be back from work till like three o'clock this afternoon." I said, "We will be there at two forty-five, waiting <laughs> on you." <laughs> and that's exactly what we did. And when we we were the first people to get there, and. As soon as you saw the car, it was, in fact, a 2001 with 90,000 miles on it. But it needed hubcaps. It needed a few other things. And and so we'll talk about that story a little bit later to bring out some other issues. But the point is the reason he got that car besides prayer was that he persistently was looking for it. You know, in other words, he had to go to Craigslist or eBay or wherever you're going to look at the newspaper or whatever situation. I highly recommend Craigslist, not for a lot of things. But for this specific need, guess what? Everybody's doing it. It's free, and there's a lot of cheap cars there. But you got to go looking all the time. When it's there, be the first to call. Be the first to show up because the person yet does not realize what they have. Once they've had 4,000 phone calls on that car, then the price starts going up. You know, they oh, wow, I didn't know I had something, you know. And so they get, but if you're one of the first people to show up, you get it while they still have something like that in mind, which brings up number two basic. Cash helps your offer to register. I <laughs> always like using those little words. <laughs> but the, the point is, is if you're going to come buy a car like that, hopefully you've got cash money. Don't, don't use a check. Bring cash. Because when you're in a position to say, look, I can give you, and this is what happened in that particular car situation, and I'll illustrate several points, but because my son had the money, When we made an offer, we said, look, well, we have the money right now. We can go right on down to the DMV, and we can give you cash. Now, you need to be very, very careful with cash. You don't want to give it to them unless they have the title. You don't want to necessarily flash it because you don't want to get robbed. But it is important, I think, to have the people understand that you are in a position to buy the car right now, that you're in a position to give them cash because, again, the whole reason they're selling this car, if I'm selling a $2,000 car, why am I doing that? I need the money, and I, a check takes days or it might take you know whatever period of time. I would much rather see cash. it makes me more comfortable doesn 't it you Oh absolutely
1: and then you know you don 't have to like say th- there 's that fear they don 't know you and you 're giving them a check at there 's a tendency, and if they think somebody might be on the way that has cash in their pocket they 're going to put you on hold
0: that 's right they they would rather have the cash now before we get to some more of those others. We will request one more time that you call in with the time that you had a very specific prayer. God came through. One of those times that you were like Peter, or you're like the people waiting on Peter, wondering, how did this happen? I can't believe it. I had one of those, another story I will share real quick before we get onto to the deductible s- situation, is that this man came in and he said, the Lord has told me that he's going to give me a car. And he told me to come see you. <laughs> Now I'm the Chrysler dealer. I had to not. I, we we were the dealer, but I didn't have cars to just give people. I certainly didn't have the Jesus' labor love ministry at this point in time. But this man had great expectations. He wanted a van. He wanted this and that. And he, it was, and he was like, "You're supposed to give me a car." And and he, I heard his story, and it was a real legitimate need. But I couldn't give the man a car. But I did know that there were some ministries out there, and I knew there were some organizations. In this case, Duke Power. I said, you know, they have. Um, certain programs that they do for people that have a real legitimate need, and you might go contact them, and I gave him a list of three or four and sent him off. Well, it wasn 't but a few hours later, it may have been the next morning, but there I was, like the people waiting on Peter. <laughs> Here comes this man he 's got a check from Duke Power for like six thousand dollars, and they're bought him they're going to now they they sent him back to me to buy the car. <laughs> he was—he was another one of those things where, man, this is phenomenal. I mean, it's just the man prayed, and and he obviously had this relationship with God, and God gave him a car. And I guess I did have something to do with it, but at the time, I was like, "What?" But Jerry, there's a real need going on right now about this deductible thing. We need to talk about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and it's something that I've I've really been having come through our shop a lot, where people will be in an accident. Well. As the gentleman earlier called, you know, it's been, the economy's been tough on a lot of people, and I understand that, and and everybody is certainly feeling that. And one of the ways that people have looked to try to save a few dollars is on their deductible amount. And the deductible is if uh, you're carrying collision insurance or comprehensive is the part that you have to pay in case you use that insurance. Well, it used to be $100. I mean, I can remember older people come in and still have $50 deductible. And $100, 250 250 was always sort of the standard. Well, over the course of time, just by people trying to save some money, have went to the $500 deductible, and it's not uncommon to have $1,000 deductible. Well, the concern I see on my end of it, because I see the people that are in a crisis, when, the, when, when they're needing to use insurance, they have saved maybe $20, $30 on premiums. And if they really needed that money, just imagine what it would be like to think that they had to come up with $500 or $1,000. It's almost virtually impossible for them. And that's what's happening. And, and And I understand that the need to try to save a little bit of money, but it's just important to get counsel. Talk to somebody in a body shop. I mean, we would be more than happy to sit down and talk to somebody about deductible and and, and the 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 pitfalls that you have to watch. Also sit down with your agent. A lot of times and and, you know some agents will steer you to those higher deductibles because what they're trying to do, they're trying to be competitive in the market. They know they can get that your your payments down to whatever an an online service may be And, and so they're they're encouraging you to go with those higher deductibles. But if you're having a hard time making those payments for coverage, trying to save $25 to cost you $50 in an accident. I mean, we have people come in that can't even use their insurance because their deductible is so high.
0: And I had that happen right before Christmas. I've told this story before on the air. A labor love request came in, for single mom, the week before Christmas, and her car had been wrecked. Her payments on it were really almost more than she could afford to begin with, just the monthly payments. But the deductible was so high on her insurance, she couldn't afford to fix the car. It was broken down in her driveway. She couldn't get to work to make the money, to make the payments, to even have Christmas for her family because she'd found herself in this position. If your budget is so tight that you can't afford a $1,000 deductible or a $500 deductible, you really have no choice but to go on and make the extra premium so that you really, the reason for insurance is to protect yourself against unforeseeable financial, you know, situations that you cannot handle. And if you can't handle a thousand dollars out of your checking account right now, you got to have the coverage to cover that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and we even have customers that come in who can't, like I said, they can't use their insurance. And so we're making repairs so they can get the vehicle inspected and get it back on the road for a a hundred dollars, a couple hundred dollars getting things lined up so they're, so they're safe and they're functioning. But the point is they were just trying to, and I understand but just look long term because nobody expects that's reason they call them accidents. Nobody expects to be in a in an automobile accident. Nobody expects to have their car banalized. Nobody expects to be in the situation where they need to go to a body shop. But just look to make sure that you are getting yourself coverage because that's what insurance is supposed to be doing. It's protecting you, as you said. And and you know, even to the point, and this is sort of goes to a little bit off on a on a rabbit trail. But a lot of people have, over time, went, and we've had somebody in the shop this past week, or this was the, the the situation they were in, weren't making, and they allowed their insurance to elapse. So the finance company picked up the insurance, and they just added it to their, their monthly payments. Well, they didn't realize that insurance was only covering
0: the finance company. The finance company.
1: So they've been paying on a vehicle for two years. They total lost it and they just paid off and so all that money they've been paying in was gone. I mean and that,
0: those are the situations that so, you get counsel. Yeah, you just
1: gotta from. get counsel. Just talk to somebody and make sure that you're covered.
0: And speaking of counsel, here we go. We got still have two more of our five basics on buying a good, cheap used car, we wanna we wanna get to. The next one, number four, is pedigree over producer or maintained over manufacturer. In other words, a lot of people say, well, I need a Honda, I need a Toyota, and they don't realize that just because it's a Honda or Toyota does not mean that car was well taken care of. And you might find a Hyundai or or whatever that is actually a better car than that Honda or Toyota because of the way the people took care of it. Now, it's true that most people that own Hondas and Toyotas take better care of cars than the than, general rule.
1: Most general rule.
0: <laughs> but the, still, you've got to look at a car just because it's a Honda, and I see this all the time, people say, well, I've I can buy this Honda, but it has a bad radiator, or I can buy this Kia, and it runs fine. Well, let me think through that a minute. I mean, the reason why the Honda has the problem with the radiator is that the people didn't change the antifreeze. And and so if, the rest, if that part of the car has gone bad, what else might you be looking at? And, and those are always things that I concern myself. If something's already wrong with a car then that's not a car that's on my list of something I want to buy because that's an indication of something that wasn't maintained on the car properly to begin with. So when I say pedigree over producer, what I'm saying is how was that car, was this car babied, was it, how was it driven? When you're at the people's house, look around. How do they live? How do they take care of their stuff? Look at the car. And this it sounds funny, but I always looked at the gauges. And if there was a lot of dust in the gauges, it, it I didn't like But if it was clean looking into the gauges, I don't know what it is, but that just would give me the warm, fuzzy feeling of this car has been better taken care of because somebody was meticulous enough to wipe that dust out of the gauges. I mean, these people took care of their cars, just one of those things. And then number five, which is near and dear to Jerry's heart, is that use the test ride to drive home a bargain. This is so, so very, very important. You cannot over test drive a car as far as I'm concerned. If the people will allow you to take it on extended test drive, the good news is nobody can buy it out from underneath you while you're out in it. And generally they will give you a chance to buy it when you get back, but while you're out there, take it by a body shop or take it by a Honda place. But the, a body shop's a great place, right Jerry, because you guys know when a car's been wrecked. Yeah, you look, there's a few things you can look at. It doesn't take but a moment and you'll know the condition of the vehicle. All right. So, and then you can use that information which we'll we'll finish that thought when we come back, and then we'll get to our appraisal by the Real Black Book. You're going to want to stay tuned for this last segment of the Christian Car Guy show coming right at you. Stay tuned. Thursday, tomorrow, and we're, we're going to get to that a little bit in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, but we still got to finish up our five basics of how to buy a used car. And number five, as I said, is use the test drive to drive home a bargain. And the reason I say that is not only that can you find out, wow, I don't want this car because it has issues, but sometimes you'll find it has issues, but their people are willing to negotiate those issues. Getting back to my son and the Grand Am. As Jerry knows, because he put the bumper cover on the car. <laughs> it needed a bumper cover. It needed hubcaps. It needed tires. The people weren't wanting $2,000. All Robbie really had was it was $2,000. So we went to the people and we said, look, all we have is $2,000, but this car legitimately needs $800 worth of stuff. And I really think because we were the first people there, nobody else had looked at the car, nobody else whatever. And once they were, they obviously saw the tires were bald, that needed hubcaps and the bumper had been crushed, that... They went ahead and said, okay, well, uh, you have the cash. I said, yeah, we can still make it to the DMV right now. It was like, you know, quarter to four, so we drove right to the DMV. By 4 o'clock, my son was driving that Grand Am, which turned out to be a, a great car for him, and, and, and that was just using those five basic principles, again, to go through them quickly. Number one, prayer certainly above and beyond, the most important thing. Number two, the early bird catches the deal. Number three, cash helps your offer register Number four, pedigree over producer, maintained over manufacturer, then used as a test drive to drive home a bargain. It's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com as well as the Jesus Labor Love Stuff. All that stuff's there. You can get a podcast to show if you didn't get to hear the rest of how, all the details on how to buy a good, cheap, used car. Then we've got to get to our appraisal by the Real Black Book. As we've said, this Father's Day weekend, our topic has been you know pedigree to an extent. We've been talking about how important care is to a relationship. And as I mentioned, I was, I'm reading this book, Sons of the Father by Gordon Dalby, which is absolutely amazing. But he taught, he talked about Jesus's earthly father. And he mentioned something that, that, that I'd never really put into perspective that Joseph was a righteous man and he was going to put Mary away quietly. (laughs) And I always thought, well, yeah, (laughs) yeah, makes perfect sense to me. And what he pointed out was that People on the conservative side, uh, they tend to take righteousness over relationship. And people on the liberal side tend to take works over relationship. But was it the right thing to do to put Mary away quietly? Was that the right thing to do? Even though he was a righteous man, That those principles are not nearly as important as actually that relationship with the Father. Now, here's the thing. A lot of times our kids, we may think in a righteous way that's not right, but our relationship with our kids is actually more important than any other part. Think about how Jesus put this in Revelation 3.20. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, listen to that carefully. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and I'll dine with him and him with me. God is a relational God. Yes, there's rules. Those rules are to point you to Jesus. Yes, there are things we can do to show we love Jesus, but that's to point us to Jesus. A great earthly father points his child to the heavenly father. And that relationship, not just that they know their Ten Commandments and all that stuff, but that, they get, that, that your children can have a relationship. They can hear Jesus's voice, and they can go in and they can sup with him. I mean, that's the amazing part of what we get to see through our pedigree. Like my father before me, I have a relationship with Jesus. And he leads me to the father, right, Jerry? Absolutely. That's a big thing. Well, we certainly want to thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. My good friend Jerry, he's with Raised Body Shop and Record Service here in the Winston-Salem area. We need a car, folks. We'll go pick yeah. it up for the Jesus' labor love. You just go to ChristianCarGuy.com and email us. Yeah,
1: refer back to Robbie's number one prayer. Start praying about it.
0: Yeah. And again, listen to the rest of this song. This is so amazing. And you guys have a great Father's Day. Find a way to honor your father this Father's Day. Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.